Good evening and welcome to the PCR Sports Show with me, Dip Hab. Uh, we're here every week, 6 to 7pm. Stay tuned, we've got all the latest international, local, regional and national news for you. Welcome to PCR Sports. You're listening to the PCR Sports Show, a show by fans for fans. I'm Dip Ham and I'm in the studio tonight with Nilesh. He's back with me. How are you, Nilesh? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Keeping good, good. well, keeping well. Good, glad to hear that uh, you're back in the studio with us, which is good to have you back. And uh, how's your week been? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Yeah, just um, enjoyed the posh victory last Saturday at home to Millwall, so that was a, a welcome boost for yes. posh's survival chances, and uh, it makes for, a, makes for a better week, that's Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. It sets you up in a good mood, doesn't it, for the whole week, which <laughs> is great. It certainly does. So, brilliant. Uh, more from more from Nilesh in a moment, or more about posh from Nilesh in a moment, should I say. But before then, Nilesh has got uh, this week's headlines for us. Nilesh, what have we got this week? Yeah, thank you, Dipam. So, your sporting headlines this week on uh, PCR FM Sports are, we'll start with Peter for a sports match uh, versus Alpha Church last Saturday, uh, which sadly ended in a disappointing 3-1 defeat for the club. Um, to compound the disappointment, attacking midfielder Jordan Nicholson also suffered a broken leg in the game and is set for a lengthy spell out of the game. Um, we wish him a speedy recovery from all here at PCR FM Sports. This weekend, they host bottom side Nuneaton Borough with kick-off at 3pm, followed by another home fixture against uh, league leaders Banbury United on Tuesday evening. Sports sit third in the table currently, six points behind league leaders Banbury and four points behind second place Col- Colville going into the weekend fixtures. And uh, a mention for uh, another local side, Whittlesea Athletic, whose record-breaking run in the FA Vars sadly came to an end last weekend. Playing for the first time in the third round, they were beaten 6-0 by higher-level Newport Pagnell, with three goals coming in each half. But uh, a great run for Whittlesea Athletic in that competition, and one hopefully they'll look to emulate next season. Moving on to rugby... Peterborough RUFC's home match versus Dronfield ended in a 19-all draw last weekend. The result leaves the side third as they travel to 7th place Lutterworth tomorrow afternoon. Meanwhile, City rivals Peterborough Lions' poor season continued as they lost 29-7 at home to Derby. Lions, who sit 12th in the division, make the relatively short trip to 4th place Kettering for their next match tomorrow afternoon. On to boxing, City fighter and posh fan Jordan Gill was left frus- very frustrated after his match, uh, after his much-anticipated European title fight with Kerim Guerev was postponed due to his opponent and feeling unwell. Instead, Gill took on Alan Castillo from Argentina, but a clash of heads in the fourth round uh, caused a deep cut to the boxer's head, and the fight had to be stopped. The rescheduled title bout could take place in February, with the boxer hoping to be sparring again early in the new year. Moving on to hockey, um, we'll start with the ice hockey first. Pantom, uh, Peterborough Phantoms are actually playing this evening um, away at Sheffield Steel Dogs with a 7.30 face-off, um, with a home match against uh, the Bees at Planet Ice on Sunday uh, at 5.30. Tickets are available at gophantoms.co.uk for anyone wishing to go along to support the team on Sunday afternoon. Moving on to hockey and the City of Peterborough Hockey Club. In results last week, the women's second team won their away match in Norwich 1-0. 
This result sees them sitting in the top four in the East Division 1 Northwest at the Christmas break. In the men's section, the thirds had an emphatic 7-0 win that leaves them on top of the table in East Division 1 Northwest. And the sixth also had a victory and sit second into the table, second in the table heading into the Christmas break. The men's also had a hard-fought 1-0 win, um, so capping off a successful weekend for the club there. On Sunday, the men's over-50s bowed out of the England Hockey Masters Cup after falling to a strong York team 3-1. 16 children also travelled to Cambridge for some under-14 action, seven aside matches, which was a brilliant experience for them all. The League and Cup season now takes a break until early January and the club looks forward to further development and success in 2022. So those are your sporting headlines this evening. Thank you, Nilesh. You mentioned Peterborough Sports there. Um, they've got a, a fun day over the weekend, haven't they? Yes, they've got their uh, Christmas fun day tomorrow taking place um, prior to their game against Nuneaton Borough. Um, and fans that uh, are able to attend the game tomorrow are encouraged to bring along any toys and tins. Um, the toys will be donated to the uh, children's ward at Peterborough Hospital with the uh, the tins of food going to the local food bank here in Peterborough as well so uh, an opportunity if you are going to the game please uh, take part in those and also support very worthy local causes during the course of the afternoon Brilliant, that's really good Uh, Yeah, support that event if you can Uh, Peterborough Sports obviously a major uh, major club in our city uh, doing really well of late last few years have really rose uh, rose, rose uh, up in the in the football leagues um, so yeah get along support them support the local community and uh, see what you can do thanks Anish uh, time is coming up to quarter past so just gone 14 minutes past six in for that matter we'll be back in a short minute short, for a short while after the breaks own a hybrid petrol or diesel vehicle how much is servicing and repair <sighs> oh dear If you need an option other than main dealer, contact FRM Automotive. We service and repair all makes and models and won't invalidate your manufacturer's warranty. We also provide MOT testing, brakes, clutches, tyres and aircon repair and regas. FRM Automotive, Savile Road, Peterborough. See frmautomotive.co.uk. Honest work at affordable prices. It's time to choose your perfect new symphony kitchen at Kelly Vision. We now offer a free kitchen design and quotation service, backed up by our expert installation team. You can also choose your freestanding and built-in appliances in store at Kelly Vision from leading brands like Bosch, Neff, Siemens, Smeg, Hotpoint, Indesit and Liebherr. Kelly Vision, Broad Street, Whittlesea. Your award-winning independent retailer. Call Peterborough 208787 or visit kellyvision-peterborough.co.uk. Finally here, the most anticipated show of the year. It's time for the House of Fun Covers Special. Join Matt and Pete this Friday, December the 17th from 9pm for their annual jaunt through the best cover versions known to man. Three hours of classic songs, but not the version you may be familiar with. We've been working on this all year and it's finally ready. The House of Fun Cover Special 
this Friday, 17th of December at 9pm. It will be a monster of a show. You're listening to PCR Sports. You're listening to PCR Sports on PCR FM. You can join us in many forms. Uh, obviously, if you're listening now, it's well done. You're on and listening to us. Uh, but for future reference, you can listen on 103.2 FM in the Peterborough area. Uh, find our app, uh, PCR FM app, if you can't uh, get on the airwaves. And you can also listen to us online at pcrfm.co.uk. Or finally, ask your smart speaker to play PCR FM. So one way or another, you'll get to listen to us. Um, right, just been talking about local news. Nilesh covered off the headlines. Um, he's a super fan. He goes to Posh, home and away. He watches them every moment of the day. In fact, he went to the under-23s today as well. So he'll be telling us about that in a moment. But uh, firstly, and more importantly, the home match against Millwall last Saturday. Uh, a much-needed win and a three points. Uh, and Posh came from behind as well. Yeah, yeah it's a huge sigh of relief um, at the final whistle, certainly last Saturday at uh, London Road. Much needed three points to keep us in touch uh, with the teams above us as we uh, fight our way um, out of the relegation zone. So, yeah, um, a good afternoon. Um, any wins, a good one right now, uh, certainly the, after the form we've been showing recently. So, yeah, two two good goals um, and um, a much needed three points yeah absolutely and obviously 1-0 down after 16 minutes which again people perhaps would have thought oh, same old story <laughs> but a good spirited fight back and um, some confusion over the goals some some are reporting that Clark Harris got both Somebody, some saying there was an own goal for the yeah. first game perhaps you can clarify and clear that up for us yeah um, just starting in the first half um, initially though um, you know going 1-0 down disappointing again just the way we conceded that goal a little bit sloppy from the uh, from the back line there um, but the posh did respond well we played some really good football in that first half we just lacked that sort of urgency that clinical clinical touch in that final third but um, certainly the play up in that first half was very encouraging defence um, held out well Millwall really didn't put us in, under much pressure after going 1-0 up and they sort of sat back on that on that lead so it gave op- the opportunity for Posh to actually exert themselves and uh, make an impression in the game with the football and uh, yeah 1-0 at half time as disappointing as it was um, we still were very optimistic that we'd probably get something out of the game yeah, and and well, it must be a heck of a team talk at half time from from <laughs> from Ferguson because he did you know in his post match quote he did say that uh, half time I said to the boys if you get one we'll win it uh, uh, and and Johnson had and Johnson came on and made a difference so yeah super sub yeah indeed yeah his uh, pressure told for that first goal and it was definitely the equaliser was certainly an own goal um, but he was there putting the pressure on that centre half and uh, if he'd not been there we'd probably still be 1-0 down at that point so um, he did make a huge difference when he came on we were able to play a little bit more direct it gave Millwall um, a few more worries along their back line which we'd struggled to do in that first half so yeah credit to Johnson Clark Harris and uh, the way the players came out in that second half to get back into the game first of all to equalise and exert that pressure but then to continue that momentum and uh, score, score what turned out to be be the winner only three minutes later 
which is brilliant. Yeah, quick, quick double goal, quick uh, salvo of double goals, which yeah. is good. Um, probably knocked the stuffing out of of Millwall and, uh, and and that momentum. I mean, the stats themselves: posh sixty four to thirty six possession, which is really good percentage wise. Uh, Twenty one to fifteen shots in total and seven to three on target. So uh, corners far more for posh eight to three, uh, and they fouled less as well. So overall, yeah, posh on top and well deserved, and the scoreline reflected that as well. Yeah, a hundred percent. Millwall, um, as soon as they took the lead, they resorted to some very cynical play and tried to break the game up as many. times times as possible um i'm sure you've got the stats there on uh, yellow cards but i'm pretty sure there's five or six yellow cards for millwall in that uh, in the course of that match as well so it was interesting to see from their perspective that they did lack ambition um to go in and score a second or a third against the certainly against the side that's struggling in the bottom three you'd have thought they'd want to go at us but typical posh you know we've shown this season that we can bounce back and um we did that at Hull, for example, after being um, a goal down. Um, sorry, we went a goal up at Hull, but um, certainly Derby at early season, you know, we were a goal down and managed to fight back and win 2-1. So from that perspective, I think we have got it in us if teams allow us to play. And certainly at home, we are fancying our chances more often than not at the moment. Absolutely. And uh, you're, you're, stat- you're a stato, aren't you? Because it was five yellow cards for Millwall. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. It perhaps should have been more and um, <laughs> perhaps even a red card in there as well, yeah. because they certainly did target Dembele um, most notably. Um, in that first half and try to stop him from playing which was disappointing to see um, but the referee did act on it eventually um, if not early enough but um, at the end of the day Posh walked away with three points and uh, certainly had the upper hand uh, during the course of the afternoon yeah absolutely and, and Gary Rowett their manager did single out Dembele in his post-match quotes as well saying we couldn't deal with Dembele who was excellent and wriggled out of every situation he found himself in which for for an opposing manager to mention a player by name like you say perhaps suggested that they did focus in on him mm. and target him target him as part of the tactics yeah and um we've discussed it in shows previously this season as well the importance of keeping Sariki Dembele in the January transfer window as well um if managers are picking him out for uh, special praise for his performances it just shows the impact that he can have on the posh and the way we play so it's crucial that he can hopefully maintain his standards that he he showed against Millwall at Blackpool tomorrow for example and certainly for the next few weeks and uh, one that we you know we need to keep in January if we've got um, um, aspirations to make sure that we stay in this division. Yeah, it's interesting because yeah, we we did we did speak a lot about Dembélé in in, in pre season because you know there was a situation in the summer window. You know, will he go? Won't he go? And obviously he he did stay because the club didn't receive an acceptable offer, um, and which is good because you know Dara and 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 the Canadian owners aren't scared to to put the interest of the club first generally in a head of finances so it's to, it's good that they they did, did that they did that but what what is the situation now what, what do you feel will happen because obviously he can start negotiating with clubs come the the, the, the window opening yeah he can um, yeah from, from or, january or you know yeah. what uh, has anything changed in his mind i know he he lodged a transfer request a long long time ago i presume that hasn't been withdrawn so far as he's concerned he still wants to to leave because he wants to move back up to up north to from from where he's sort of yeah, based isn't it if memory serves me right i'm pretty sure Dara's and darren are both quoted as saying that um there's no chance of um sariki signing a, a contract extension at the end of um you know end of this season so we've got a 
get the best out of him over the next few weeks and if we you know we'd like to think we'd keep him in January because uh, a Sariki Dembele in in our starting 11 would certainly uh, put us in a better position to stay up and compete in the games that we've got coming up um he is pivotal um having said all that you know if we get a ridiculous offer um of multi-million pounds that uh suits the owners um and more importantly we've got transfers um and players lined up to come into the club to hit the ground running in january um that could be an option as Mm. well so it really does depend on whether any offers come in but i'd like to think that we'd be able to keep hold of him um for for January and for the remainder of the season, albeit we do then lose him on a free transfer at the end of uh, end of the season, but that's the hit I think that's worth taking at the moment because uh, a Sariki that keeps a posh in the Championship is probably worth a lot more financially than what we could cash in on him in the January transfer window. I was going to say actually, I mean, let's say he had still had three years on his contract, for example, even two years. You know, his market value would be what in, in the five to ten million region. I would yeah, say. Yeah, you'd say so. Yeah, with the contract value that he's got within, you know, on paper as such. But his value, you know, football works in funny ways. But his value is no doubt diminishing in come January as well. But if he plays well over the next three or four games and he's playing at the top of his game, a, a, a team in the championship may think, yeah, we'll take a punt on him um, because he may be the one that. Uh, potentially could get us into the playoffs yeah because uh, and it's a difficult one for posh isn't it so if if say a million pounds were waved in their face you know to to, to sell him because he's on on the last four or five months of his contract do posh take the million quid or do they think he's worth more to us in the he's, side he's because worth, he's worth a lot because more. that could mean the difference between staying up and going down yeah exactly that um sorry to jump in over the top of you but i do feel strongly <laughs> that uh, you know a million pounds for posh for Sariki just keep him as long as he's playing at the top of his game um, during January and his attitude is spot on for the remainder of the season then he's worth a lot more than that to us um, if we were to stay up and you take that gamble to lose a million pounds but you know a million pounds you'd get a lot more for staying up in the in the championship through the TV money, the extra revenue that would bring us um, next season and the opportunities that would bring us as well. So, yeah, a million pounds is, um, yeah, I'd uh, tell anybody who bids that just to get on their bike. Yeah, <laughs> have him for free in the summer. Don't bother, yeah, exactly. don't bother us. Yeah, if you really do want him, you'll put the money up now, yeah. but don't come in with a, a derisory offer yeah, such as that. Exactly, exactly, which makes and And to be fair, the lads, you know, he's, his head's still in the zone. He's, he had, he's playing, he's putting performances in, so he's not... You know, he's not. His head hasn't been turned. There can't be, or if it has been turned, he's still seeing, seeing profession, being professional to his cause, and yeah. and giving his all for posh, isn't he? Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, it's. I think it's in his interest to be playing well um, during the next few weeks, during the remainder of the season, because the better he plays, the better move he's going to get. If he was to suddenly throw his um, toys out the pram as such, he would um, perhaps struggle to get another team um, because his attitude may be questioned at that point as well, and. Um, he wants to put himself in the shop window, you know, that being on the pitch is his CV effectively. So he needs to be showing the attitude as well as the ability to say that he can play at championship level, if not higher. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, well, fingers crossed he stays and uh, helps Posh stay in the division, which would be absolutely fantastic. Now, Clark Harris, obviously, 
start of the season he was kind of a cirque for the for the starting 11 obviously since he had his his ban because of, of his social media activities uh, sort of historically he's he's become sort of a start you know starting off the bench um playing the odd game and what's the situation there with it? you know because he, he again he's somebody who's been tipped with big move away from posh in the past yeah he was in the summer um he's not performed to the levels he's more than capable of doing certainly at this season through as you say the the uh, the bands that he's incurred not being fully fit um i'd like to think that um if he has got himself fit and will do over the next few weeks and continues to play in the way he did coming off the bench against Millwall last Saturday, that he could fight for you know a starting a starting place. Um, perhaps comes down to the opposition as well and the style of football that uh, they play and whether we want to play with a target man or whether Darren wants to stick with um, more of a, a footballing attacking three in um, Smodic, Dembele and Grant but one of those three would then have to be sacrificed for Johnson, Clark Harris potentially to, to come into the uh, the starting 11. I think tomorrow's game at Blackpool will be an interesting one. Again, Blackpool aren't in great form themselves um, which means that uh, we've, we've got you know a, an opportunity there tomorrow to go there and only win our second away game of the season. Um and it's crucial that we are able to uh, pick up points against the team that's uh, that's struggling, if not down there with us at the moment, but certainly struggling in form at the moment. Yeah, I mean, their five games have been three defeats and two draws. So, you know, Posh have got a one win in five, um, four, three defeats and a draw. So slightly better form for Posh. Um, confidence off the back of the win against Millwall. Mm. Uh, the chance to, to get out the bottom three with a victory potentially as well. Yeah. So Psych- nice to play for. Yeah, psychologically tomorrow, if you know, if we were to pick up those three points, it would be massive. We'd go above Reading, who, who aren't playing tomorrow due to uh, COVID issues in their camp. And then all being well, touch wood, fingers crossed, Posh should be playing Reading um a week on Sunday on Boxing Day and that would just set it up absolutely perfectly for a crucial Boxing Day fixture um, and a crucial relegation battle as well but there's a lot of football to be played before that game um, we've got to go to Blackpool first tomorrow and touch wood everything goes well from a, a Covid perspective overnight and uh, testing tomorrow before the game so if we can get that game on tomorrow put in a performance and uh, hopefully hopefully fingers crossed the optimism in me um is hoping for three points again absolutely and uh, as always prediction for tomorrow's game <laughs> um i don't predict defeats um looking at the run of form blackpool are in if we can play as well as we did against millwall last week and uh, we're a resolute um defensively yeah i can see us uh, walking away with a uh, 3-1 win fantastic brilliant Nilesh thank you for a moment uh, we'll be back with you very shortly you're listening to PCRFM just gone 6.30 and uh, we'll be back more with more sport in a moment are you suffering from buff 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 buffering find yourself screaming not streaming or do you just lag behind then it's time to demand better broadband. City Fibre is building a brand new full fibre network across the UK, giving you access to broadband from a range of providers that's more reliable and up to 20 times faster than average, so you can stream, game and video call without interruption. Get connected to full fibre today. Choose your provider at cityfibre.com PCR. At McCormick, we make the herbs, spices, seasoning and condiments that add flavour to your food. And right now, we're looking to add to our team across 
all functions. If you're passionate about driving excellence, want to start or progress a career in food manufacturing, joining more than a factory and our R&D Innovation Centre at our new facility in Peterborough, apply today and bring your own special flavour to the team. Visit careers.mccormick.com or email your CV to jobs at mccormick.co.uk and join our factory of the future in Peterborough. Ever wanted to advertise your business on the radio? Then you should consider advertising on PCRFM. It isn't as expensive as you might think, and it's a really good way to reach out to your potential customers in the Peterborough area. PCRFM broadcasts to the whole of the city and has the potential to reach over 200,000 listeners who live and work here. That's a lot of people who could be interested in your business, and all you need to do is tell them about it. We have advertising and sponsorship packages to suit every budget, with spot rates as low as £3.60. So, every time your professionally produced commercial is played on the air with PCR, it means more customers will know about your business. To find out more about advertising on the only local station in Peterborough, call the PCR sales team on Peterborough 237777 or email sales at pcrfm.co.uk. You're listening to PCR Sports. Welcome back to the PCR Sports Show. You know, you can keep in touch with us even when we're not on the air. We've got social media channels. Uh, Twitter is at SportsPCR and search for PCR Sports on Facebook. And even the radio station's got uh, some social media presence as well. Twitter is your PCRFM and your PCRFM on, in, on Instagram as well. So, yeah keep in touch throughout the week uh, we'll mention anything uh, that you do get in touch with any news any updates anything you want us to, to mention right i'm in the studio tonight with the nilesh the posh guru uh, been talking to us about um, last week's game against millwall and uh, the lead up to tomorrow's match away at blackpool we've just been uh, sort of touching on that so going back to the blackpool game nilesh uh, what's the team news for tomorrow what's it look, what's it look like yes we've got um dan butler's out sadly uh for tomorrow and he might be out for a, a period of time now as well he uh, suffered a bad injury in a tackle um against millwall last saturday after only about 10 minutes or so um and um yeah um as darren has described his ankle is a bit of a mess at the moment so uh, it looks like he'll be missing for a period of months and not weeks which got is, a break or anything is it, is it more yeah, ligament type damage yeah i think they're still li- looking at perhaps ligament yeah. damage but they don't know the full extent of it just yet um so yeah again we're wishing him a speedy recovery because uh, he's been one of our regulars this season yeah. as well ricky j jones is uh back on out on the uh, on the on the training ground as well so uh he could be in contention for early january potentially um back in the squad and um jack marriott um is back out running as well but um, there's no um, timeline being set for his return after suffering a, a bad hamstring injury away at Reading earlier this season as well so those three are out um, currently um, and Touchwood um, from a Covid perspective or the players have come through testing this week quite rightly we don't know if any have tested positive but um, we've got our fingers crossed that they all do 
make the uh, the squad tomorrow um, and um, the ones that are selected in the uh, the first 11 uh, put up a, a, a fight against Blackpool we'll see yeah absolutely and uh, I mean you touched on there with the Covid situation it's um it is sweeping through football at the moment, isn't it? Um, EFL made a statement yesterday saying this, uh, I say only, uh, I'm talking relatively, I guess, to the rest of the general public, but only 75% of players have actually had the jab, um, which is surprising. I, I imagine, I can only think the reason that, uh, for the majority of them, for the for reason for not taking the jab is, I guess, the, the potential side effects and, and them knocking them out of games if they do feel ill from having the jab. Yeah, um, it's a difficult one, isn't it? It's uh, it's personal choice um, in terms of what you decide to do. You know, in terms of taking vaccinations um, for your own well-being, um, I don't think it can be forced upon them. It's down to the individual, down to the player as to what they feel is right for them and their uh, career, I, yeah. I guess. Um, perhaps they've got some um, fears about what the vaccination could or couldn't do for them as well in terms of their career or they could have some under, uh, other underlying issues as well. So, yeah, it's um, an interesting stat that the EFL have put out there now. Um, and as we've seen during the course of this week, um, the football um, fixture list this weekend from the Premier League um, and through the uh, relevant divisions has been decimated completely due to COVID. And uh, for anybody that is um, suffering with those effects, we obviously do wish them a, a speedy recovery from that. And uh, we hope that um, football... Um, and sport and life in general can hopefully get back to some sort some sort of normality um, over the next uh, few days and weeks uh, with this uh, new variant that we've yeah got absolutely going and I know Premier League clubs are due to meet on Monday to discuss the options as, as COVID like you say impacts the fixtures so yeah could we have a I don't know a circuit breaker um, shutdown in, in football two weeks or something like that just to kind of um, yeah. because there's no there's no major tournament this summer so we could stretch the season a little bit later uh, to finish if we needed to yeah um i mean from a posh perspective we've got no um midweek fixtures again until i think it's early early february um when we visit um i think it's either cardiff or fulham off the top of my head but um yeah so it's we've not under that much pressure at the moment in terms of any fixture backlog as such but um, if Covid was to impact and then you've got potential for bad weather in January February as well um, that is something that I'm sure the EFL would be looking at in terms of um, a worst case scenario of extending the league um, beyond the, uh, the the first weekend in May um, but I think that's something that we'd all want to avoid um, and we'd all want to make sure that uh, everybody stays safe and um, the Covid um, issues um, do um, reduce in terms of their impact over the next few days and weeks and we get back to um, a, a, a fuller fo football fixture um, on a Saturday afternoon because it means so much to uh, many people across the country um, whether you're directly involved from a sporting perspective or from a business perspective as well because it can affect livelihoods as well. Absolutely it's difficult isn't it like you say you've got two sides of to balance really haven't you? you've got the the livelihood aspect um, the, the sort of health aspect of fans going and being able to see their their sporting heroes and teams and people and what have you but then you also got the risk of you know at, at the top level of the game of in football certainly 40 50 thousand in one stadium potentially spreading the virus so yeah potentially so and um that's something that um people do have to take on board um 
for now you've got to do what you feel is right for you and if you can't if you don't feel going to the football is right for you then you know that's entirely up to you but on the flip side I know from a personal perspective football means a lot to certainly posh fans um, and it helps them during the week during the weekends um, the results may not help us sometimes from a say, mental yeah. perspective uh, <laughs> but um, certainly that uh, period of time where um, games were played behind closed doors last season um, did have an effect with, uh, for a lot of posh fans um, where they weren't able to have that routine and um, see their friends and family um, during that time so yeah it's, it's a very difficult one I certainly will be at Blackpool tomorrow um, and I hope as many posh that uh, want to go and are able to go will make that trip as well um, and then we hope to all see each other um, on Boxing Day because the Boxing Day football fixture is one that's uh, looked out for in the calendar and it's a great occasion um, generally within the within the football world. It is isn't it yeah absolutely it normally draws a bigger crowd and just people yeah. are a bit more up for it aren't they? Yeah yeah there's a jovial atmosphere around it again you know we talk about from the football aspect but certainly businesses you know uh, pub trade is certainly greater on uh, Boxing Day as well just with the additional fo- uh, additional fans that are attending those uh, football fixtures. Yeah no absolutely and uh, Blackpool tomorrow um, any kind of indication of how many fans might go I would say <laughs> it might be swayed by the, the Covid situation but you know yeah, I wouldn't expect too many to travel with all due respect. You know, it's four hours there, four hours back. It's week, Saturday, week before Christmas. Yeah, Saturday <laughs> before Christmas. Um, so, yeah, perhaps two or three hundred posh fans there tomorrow, which uh, would be a good turnout. Um, yeah. Blackpool isn't the greatest the places um certainly not the week before christmas in my opinion like say weather wise uh, yeah. bitterly cold on a seat in a seaside exactly. town is not yeah. great is it no i've been there at this time in previous years i've been there on boxing days um so yeah it's a it's a difficult place to go at the best of times um and let's hope um the posh performance uh, will give us something to uh, to cheer and make for a uh, a happier christmas brilliant well enjoy the game tomorrow and obviously stay safe with 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 your fellow fan fans as well um moving on staying with posh but uh, you went to see the under 23 uh, side play today how, how was that <laughs> yeah yeah must be uh a, a sucker for punishment really um, but yeah I thought I'd pop along to the 23s this afternoon um, it was good to see some of the, the younger players um, plying their plying their trade against the, a good Everton side as you'd expect uh, Premier League Everton um, again who've got uh, a number of good young players as well so yeah sadly it was a 1-0 defeat um, for the under 23s um, in the Premier League Cup but um, yeah, a useful workout for them as well. And the goal we conceded was again one that we concede um, on the break. Um, it was actually our free kick in an attacking third, and uh, which uh, broke down very early. Two passes later, um, the Everton centre centre forward is running through on goal. So disappointing to concede in the manner that we did, um, but no doubt a, a useful workout for those young lads um, to ply themselves against high level um, opposition. And I mean, any any players that stood out for you? Any names to watch out for for future? Uh, I mean, obviously it's under twenty three, so yeah. there's there's likely to be players in there that, that perhaps feature in and around the first team squad anyway. But yeah. uh, any others to kind of uh, the look out for? Yeah, there in the you know in the normal under twenty threes games there that Posh have played in recent weeks, we've had the likes of uh, Poku, Randell, Tomlinson, um, 
Kyle Barker all playing in that uh, under-23 squad, um, which adds the experience and quality to it as well. But those four were missing today. Um, we suspect they've travelled with the first team squad up to Blackpool tomorrow to cover any potential absences or um, absences that might uh, occur uh, during the course of the evening. Um, so, yeah, they were depleted as such. Um, so those four were missing. The centre-half, um, Emmanuel Fernandez, I think if I, his name rings a bell um, at, uh, to me. Um, Came from, from Ramsgate, I remember, in the right, okay. 19-year-old. Yeah, young lad. Um, yeah, he seemed to acquit himself uh, well at the back. Uh, he certainly likes to play the ball on the ground um, in the sort of Ronnie Edwards style um, and the style that Posh liked to play out from the back. So, yeah, he certainly stood out for someone... Um, that I thought uh, may uh, may have potential during the during the remainder of the season. Um, you had Joe Taylor up front as well, who's uh, coming from uh, Kings Lynn um, as well. So he put himself about well, but sadly had to go off for injury um, with about twenty minutes to go. So yeah, a couple of. Um, bright sparks in that 2023 20, side um, and just disappointed to have a defeat really because um, I, I thought Everton yes as many chances as they did have didn't really deserve the victory but um, that's the nature of um, under 23s and um, more youth team football where I think it's more about the development of the player it is, than yeah. perhaps the result itself yeah no absolutely uh, and final word before we go to our, our break uh, Oliver Norburn is captain at the moment yeah so he how's that was, going yeah he was brought in as captain um, last Saturday in the Millwall game um, with Beavers not being involved at the moment in the first team um, at all uh, whether it been a starting 11 he wasn't on the bench either last uh, last Saturday so yeah I think many fans have been calling for either uh, uh, Oliver Norburn or Nathan Thompson to be given the uh, skipper's armband and it's been given to Norburn for the looks like for the foreseeable future and the remainder of the season no doubt so um he's certainly a, a player that's led by example putting a foot in when need be and he was seems to be the one lad that really does try and get the uh, the other 10 players that are out on the pitch with him um motivated and uh, organizing and arranging etc so um it'd be interesting to see how he how his game shapes up now um now he's been given the captaincy as well but hopefully his experience because I believe he was captain at um, of the Shrewsbury side as well for a number of years so he certainly got that um, that captaincy head on him um, and hopefully that change of captaincy will bring around a uh, change of um, luck and results as well yeah I mean it obviously worked last weekend yes so indeed <laughs> whether yeah. that's coincidence or not we'll see yeah. but yeah he's will be I imagine he'll be captain again tomorrow and uh yeah, we'll see. Good luck to, 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 to Norburn for the rest of the season. So, brilliant. Thanks for the moment, Nilesh. Uh, we'll be back in a moment after our final break. Don't go away. It's Christmas! And that means Santa will be arriving on his sleigh with presents for the whole family. But there's one present we all don't want to receive this Christmas. COVID-19. The virus spreads more quickly when it's cold and people meet indoors. So get your COVID and flu vaccinations when they're offered. Take a rapid test before you go out and if positive, self-isolate. And please remember to wear a face covering when you're in public indoor places. Help slay COVID and this year, make Christmas one we can all enjoy. Oh, I 
Hello there, I'm Nurse Jackie Ooh-la-la, <laughs> and I've got some exciting news. Pantomime is back at the Crescent. <laughs> this year it's Beauty and the Beast. All oh, there's glittering sets, spectacular song and dance, and lots of audience participation. <laughs> Don't you start all that, boys and girls. Beauty and the Beast is on from the 11th to the 30th of December, so book your tickets now at thecresit.co.uk. UK. Our place is legendary. Our place is iconic. Our place is the home of the UK's original burger. Our place is wimpy. So come on over to our place and rediscover the original quarter pounder with cheese, our all-day breakfast, and the range of iconic thick shakes. All freshly prepared and served all day every day in our Westgate restaurant. Plus, for this month's special offers and to order a home delivery, search online for Wimpy Peterborough. You're listening to PCR Sports. Welcome back to the PCR Sports Show. It's me and Nilesh here tonight in the studio. If you've missed any of the show, you can listen back. If you go to pcrfm.co.uk, find the listen again option, and you can listen to our show again after 7pm. It's been a brilliant show. Uh, if you have missed it so far, do go back and, and have a listen. Like I said, I'm in with, I'm in with Nilesh today. We've been talking about Posh. Um, talking about the Millwall game last weekend, and then looking ahead to the Blackpool game as well. And uh, Nilesh also touched on... Uh, seeing the under 23s and a couple of the young players that featured in that as well so talking about players uh, and the squad uh, Nilesh probably a good time to perhaps do like a almost like a mid-term report on the players so um, <laughs> see how they're getting on and get your view on on things so um, we did a school report so soon after the season started uh, although I've only got half the scores here which is pretty <laughs> poor of me but I've got some of them um, Christy Pym, we looked at him earlier on and uh, obviously we now been replaced by uh, Di Cornell, but uh, we gave him a six and a half last time, well you did. Um, I guess that score might go down a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's not going to be playing for Posh ever again um, and no doubt come January he'll be one of the players that uh, we'll be looking to either ship out on loan or, or sell. So um, yeah, Christy Pym's um, Posh uh, career as probably safe to say at this moment in time that uh, it's come to an end sadly and in terms of a, a school report could do a lot better yes yeah <laughs> although it's too late now he's yes, been expelled indeed. yeah yeah <laughs> yes you could say that yes yeah definitely expelled so um so cornell stepped in for him yeah um how's he been doing he's t- for somebody um who's you know he's had experience previously playing football league um he's done as well as we'd probably expect him to do um He's had moments in in the season so far where he's played very well. Um, there's been one or two games where his kicking's not quite been what I'd expect it to be of a championship standard goalkeeper. So again, I think that's um, it's going to be very consistent here across the whole squad here. But you know, must do better is probably the uh, the three words that you probably have on the school report for uh, the squad at the moment. Yeah, if you had to mark him out of ten, what would you say? Um, you're probably looking at six, six and a half again yeah. there as well. Um, I think. You look at the position posher in in the table at the moment. I think you're going to be doing well to um, single anybody out for a huge amount of praise because mm. I think as a squad, um, individ- as a squad, they can do better. And individually, certainly, certain players need really need to step up to the mark um, over the next few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And 
posh uh, i like we were talking in one of the breaks actually off air we're saying posh tend to keep their transfer news quite um quiet really which rightly so should do um do you think if if pim were to leave or, or generally do you think keeper needs to come in to strengthen that position maybe no i think um darren will stick with um what he's got at the moment will blackmore's on the bench um stepped up from the youth team um with um Cornell in goal currently I don't think that's a position he'll necessarily be looking to strength I think there's more um, there's other positions within the squad that are more important that we'll need strengthening um, certainly the striking area I don't think we can rely on Johnson Clark Harris to get through the season and get us those extra 10-15 goals um, that we'll be needing to uh, to stay up this season um, so yeah I think that is a position that I think they'll be looking to bring somebody in if not one certainly two with more attacking flair and hopefully as difficult as these are to come by certainly in the January transfer window somebody who's uh, ready to hit the ground running um, and hopefully proven at championship level but those players will come at a price um, and it's one where we'll no doubt be looking to bring in on loan um, at a cost and um, hopefully um, keep us keep us in the championship yeah We'll see what happens. Okay, so that's the goalkeepers. Um, defensively, uh, Josh Knight uh, came in from Wickham. Uh, or, sorry, played for Wickham in the Championship before, came in from Leicester. Yeah. Yeah, a player that uh, we've still got high hopes for. Um, he's come into the into the team recently as well. He didn't start the season in, in great form, um, but more recently he's certainly come into the side. Um, he's a player that has got that um, championship experience, having played with Wickham last season for a whole whole season. So, yeah, somebody, again, that um, must do better. And, again, you're looking around the six, six and a half mark. Um, it's going to be very... Very similar, I think, with Marks at the moment. Yep, no, makes sense. Um, to a degree, Mr Dependable, Nathan Thompson. Yeah, yeah, he's probably going to get one of the higher marks so far um, in this midterm report. You're probably looking at seven, seven and a half for uh, Nathan. Um, he's one that's taken the championship in his stride, um, never having played at this level before. So, again, a player that's um, taken the opportunity to play at the higher level and is certainly uh, proving himself at this level at the moment and one, and one we hope that his form will uh, certainly continue for the remainder because he has been very important to us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, start of the season, we or, uh, soon after start, we talked about Beavers and Kent as well, who were, who were playing at the time. Um, neither featuring so much now. Uh, we both gave them both sixes at the time. Um, do you think that's still fair? That yeah, level? I think from Beavers' perspective, I don't think he's um, settled well at all into championship mm. football. I think that was shown in the uh, Blackburn defeat a few weeks ago. Um, we were certainly poor on that night and overall I don't think he's had the impact that we'd have expected him to had uh, have in the championship level having played for Millwall and Bolton at this level so I was um, say, he's put out for everyone in the squad he's probably one of the, one of the ones who's up there with the yeah, most experience at this exactly level exactly that you'd expected him to um, have more of an impact at this level and it's just not worked out for him um, for whatever reason so I think he will be one that uh, obviously has lost the captaincy for the um, foreseeable future and may well even be uh, leaving the club in January yeah, I suspect now um, special mention for Ronnie Edwards though he's uh, mm. coming on well isn't he yeah he's uh, getting international caps as well yeah yeah he's certainly uh, 
stepped up to the level um, for somebody so young and in- inexperienced and um, hardly played any any football whatsoever. He's proven himself very well at this level so far and uh, probably give him a seven, seven and a half so far. Um, and one that we've got high hopes for um, for the remainder of the season. And I can't see him being shifted out of the uh, starting 11 on current form at the moment. Fantastic. That's really good. Um, sadly, Dad Butler, uh, obviously yeah. still hearing about his injury. Yeah. Um, but again, someone who's been, you know, fairly consistent and a mainstay. Yeah, he's been steady, steady enough this season. Um, again, somebody six, six and a half. I, I, I can't give him any more than that, sadly. Um because at both ends of the field we've been lacking obviously by conceding goals and going forward he's not had that impact as well when he's had the opportunity to do so so it's sad um, with the injury that he's picked up and it as I say it looks like he could be out for some time now so yeah we wish him a speedy recovery um, but um, it's yeah he's yeah. not um, not performed at perhaps the levels no, that he'd exactly. have expected of himself Okay a couple of minutes left so we probably can't go through line by line with every <laughs> member squad but you know, one, again, one's dimension. Obviously, Norban, we've touched on earlier, has been yeah. given the captaincy, so he's obviously made a good impact in that midfield area and, and, and the squad in general, hasn't he? Yeah, Oliver Norburn has certainly yeah, stepped up. Um, again, somebody who's not played at championship level. Um, he's really uh, taken his opportunity to play high-level football and shown that um, he can mix it at this level and hopefully uh, his form will continue as well. Absolutely. Another youngster that's uh, doing well, Harrison Burrows. Yeah, one of our own, as we sing on the terraces as well. And he's uh, certainly taken to um you know he's played left wing back he's played left midfield he played left left of the diamond last week against Millwall as well so he's uh, certainly proven himself to be Mr Versatile um and uh, certainly not disgracing himself absolutely and then the forward line uh moving away from midfield forward obviously Dembele we talked about it's yep. been been outstanding and yep. uh, and Smolich has sort of started to emerge a bit yeah, he he's has. kind of he's, a little bit inconsistent, though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's been disappointing. I think overall, by his own standards, he's not really taken the championship by storm. Um, but on his day, can absolutely be a worldie. Yeah, he could <laughs> potentially be that. Um, but is he suffering because there's no out and out forward up there as well? When he's been playing, he's mm. been that sort of target man. And uh, championship is a, a whole different ball game to playing at League One level. And perhaps he's been found out. Um, He's in the squad. He'll stay in the squad, no doubt. I can't see him being shipped out anywhere come January. Um, and with Johnson Clark Harris um, and any additions um, over in the loan market in January, perhaps he may have a better opportunity to, to prove himself at this level. But um, at the moment, he's certainly been one of the more... Uh, He's been one of the players that's been um, disappointing yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, Nish. It's been an absolutely superb pleasure uh, chatting with you and uh, going through all the sporting news, uh, mainly posh, which is good. Um, well, good luck uh, tomorrow for posh. But Blackpool and obviously yourself, enjoy the game, stay safe. And uh, for those of you listening, again, stay safe, enjoy your sporting uh, weekend, whatever you're doing. And um, join us again, same time, same place. 6pm, PCR Sports is here every week. Uh, Coming up next is Feel Good Friday with Steve. Les is off today, so Steve's sitting in for him. So don't go away, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye.